and gentlemen, friends and family all around the world, it's Greg. It's Matt. And we're the bottom tier. Bottom and we are tier. back, baby. Oh my gosh. It's been way too long, Greg. Way too long. Uh, and you know what? Just to start off, we're going to apologize. Uh, Profusely, <laughs> continuously. Yeah. I'm going to apologize. Look, I had a lot of, uh, I went on a work trip at some point. Uh, Valentine's day was another week. And just, uh, with, with the things happening in my life, I don't know if we've officially talked about it in the podcast, but like once or twice is like an aside, I think maybe never yeah, actually like yeah, done like, like, my, like the announcement. Yeah. My wife and I are, are uh, pregnant. And so there's a lot of, yeah. <sighs> Uh, answer a few questions get asked often. Uh, no, we are not going to find out the gender and, uh, it's due August 7th. Yep. Uh, we are going to wait until that day to figure it out. But fun fact, my brother's birthday is August the 6th. Hey, well then it could be a possibility. What's your brother's name? Taylor. Uh, well that's not the name. (laughs) Well done. Taylor, if you're listening to this right now, uh, Matt hates your name. No, I like it. I like that (laughs) name, but that will not be the name of my child. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's been kind of crazy. And so, uh, haven't been able to Personally, it's mostly been on my side, not yeah. be able to come and uh, record the podcast as much. And we're going to dive deep a little bit more into like the future of bottom tier as well as we kind of go through and what our expectations are and, and what this like, we're almost hitting a year mark. So kind of we're like getting close how yeah. this year is, ha- it's not going to be a year recap like they did earlier, but just kind of goal setting and things like that. But before we get into the, the meat and potatoes of that, uh, we do have some interesting, I think there's some drops, wasn't there? We have had a couple of drops. There's some news for Flesh and Blood. Flesh and Blood news. It's it, almost like this is a Flesh and Blood podcast it is a or flesh something. Blood, yeah, My I God. I don't think we talked about that. Either. We're a Flesh and Blood podcast. Welcome. A, woo. We're casual. Woo. We're very casual. We're a casual Flesh and Blood. You never Hell's will see one of this ever. Uh, this is us vamping right now, actually, guys, because we didn't uh, we didn't pull up the we just spoilers. Knew we missed you. We really knew. We that did. We, we were excited to get back in front of the mic because really, we love doing this together. We love doing it for you guys. We mm-hmm. love you guys engaging back with us. And it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it has. So it's just you know, it's nice to jump back into it. But of course. I can't find the stupid spoilers now. So there's some spoilers involving. Uh, there's one it's called Move, Ninja, right? Move Like Water was one of them. Uh, Move Like Water, what that says, uh, as I pop over to the Discord that has this, and we have a spoiler section. Um, new set, official reveals. Oh, our internet's bad. That's why you're struggling. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, let's see what we could do here. Okay. Wow, this is us being very bad at our job. Okay, cool. Man, we screwed this one up. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so it looks like We've actually got a bunch of these to talk about. We do. So I, we're going to go back, retract a little bit. Peace of mind is the first thing that pops up that I, we did not talk about before. Peace of mind is a generic instant card. The next time you would be dealt damage, this turn prevent four of that damage and create a ponder token. Two cost. Two cost. Red stripe on this one, but probably going to show up in rainbow. And that's, I mean, that, that's fun. That's really fun. That's really fun. That's really fun. This is actually my first. Uh, this is our second look at that because you were excited for that for Guardian making, yeah, making Ultim more. You know, taking some damage. More impossible. Yeah. Uh, next up is a Ranger weapon, which is exciting, called Barbed Castaway. Once per turn, instant, you may put an arrow card or one cost. You may put an arrow card from your hand face up in your arsenal. Once per turn, instant, you may turn a face down arrow in your arsenal face up. If you do, put an aim counter on it. So that's flipping sweet. That's exciting. Um, I I read this somewhere else. I'm not 100 percent sure, but there's a little speculation that this is going to be the um, the draftable ranger bow. 
Um, if that's the case, then that's insane. This is really, really solid. It allows you to both uh, directly arsenal face up from your hand, and it also allows you, in case you have to end a turn and arsenal something, it lets you then flip it, get the, any benefit it has from being face up, and drop an aim counter on it. Yep. Um, a lot of the new, uh, a lot of the new uh, outsiders cards and some of the dynasty cards. Um, really benefit from it. Um, we played in a commoner league last night. Yep. And the promo we got for, uh, from it was uh, Hemorrhage Bore, I think it was, Hemorrhage what it was called. Hemorrhage Bore, yeah. Uh, I was looking, I was actually, I didn't read the, t the card at all last night. I just took it and went, ooh, shiny, and put it in a pocket and went home. Uh, but I was reading it today, and if it has an aim counter on it, if it hits the hero, they discard a card in their arsenal. There you go. It's a one for five. So it's, it's basically a ranger flavor command and conquer. I love that. It's I love it. It's, it's phenomenal, a breaking right? point or a ranger fleet. Like it's it's one of those. That's awesome. Yeah. Making so I'm, the value of command and conquer go down. Maybe no, probably not. But you know, we'll see. One could dream. Uh, we also have our first look at a trap. Yeah. It's not even just a trap. It is the legendary Riptide specialization. Yes, collapsing trap. When this defends an attack with go again, the attacking hero discards their hand, then draws that many cards minus, minus one. one. Ranger defense reaction trap, uh, three block, uh, blue, probably this is the only color that we're going to get for it. So three pitch and zero cost. That's awesome. You know who this really messes up? Everybody. Fi. Yes, it does. It is a very big stopper to Fi. So Fi now has a solid just counter against them. And it's not even like with like hope merchants or something like that where you put it back at the bottom of your deck or like shuffle it back in. You straight discard it. Yeah. So anything that you have in your hand, if you have a combo like ready to go, it's gone. Sorry. Oh, it's bye it's bye bye. You don't get to anymore. Yeah. So that that that's pretty good. It's it's bad. It's bad for Fi and it's bad for Dash as well. It's bad for Dash. Um, Dash does have higher attack, but uh, they do get go again from boosting. So well it, it actually I don't think it would affect Dash too much. Because boost doesn't have a go again keyword. Never mind. It boot. Actually, no. Uh, boost actually, and we don't have a, a mechanologist card in front of us right now, so yeah. I, I don't know a hundred percent. But I'm pretty sure that in the parenthetical text uh, where it explains the boost mechanic, uh, it says that if it's a mechanologist card, then it gains go again, like explicitly. Oh, so, so that would you work? Okay, cool. Yeah, so, so I'm pretty sure that this would work. And you know, any any deck that wants to go aggro wants to keep their full hand. If you can knock even a single card out of it, you're already in a better position, regardless of whether it's a ninja or dash or what have you. If yeah. you're going for that hyper, hyper aggro, smack them as many times as humanly possible sort of build, um, then you're going to run into trouble. And that, and that happens with Fi and Dash. It happens with the other ninjas, Katsu and Benji and Ira. Um, basically, anything that wants to go fast and hit hard. And you know what's great about this is... Uh, if you're playing Runeblade, though, let's think about it this way, is this defense reaction actually can be, you could try to bank on it. Yeah. Uh, meaning, like, I think they might have collapsing trap. I'm going to go ahead and play my attack action first because my hand is just not doing the non-attack action as well. And it might be able to actually, like, fix your hand for right, you. Right, exactly. Which is kind of cool, too. Like, you could try to metagame against it, and that kind of makes it very, very exciting. It really does. Like, it, it's, it's one card. We don't have any other of like the Riptide like cards, like none of the other traps or anything as far as I know have been revealed. Maybe one previously, I don't recall. But this, it opens a new dimension to the game a little bit because now you're really like, you're trying to get in each other's head and figure out, okay, if I block this and make them discard their hand, am I helping them or am I hurting them? Yep. Do they have this? If they do, I'm good. If they don't, I'm screwed. And like where the balance comes in for that, 
super, super interesting sort of uh, thought experiments. It's very cool. I'm excited. The next card is for, or it has pretty much, it's like showcasing Katsu a little bit, but it's called Dishonor. Oh my God. This this card is ridiculous. Go ahead. All right. So Dishonor, uh, blue, zero cost, uh, two attack, three defense, ninja action attack. Uh, text reads combo. If Bonds of Ancestry was the last attack, this combat chain this has plus two. Bonds of Ancestry is the one we looked at the last time. Uh, when this hits a hero, if you control Surging Strike, Descendant Gust Wave, and Bonds of Ancestry, that hero loses all abilities for the rest of the game. That's crazy. That's nuts. Now it it, it is tricky to pull off because you have to have three specific named cards on the chain already. But I mean, Katsu loves doing crap like that. Yep. So I, I don't think you're going to have too much of an issue getting this out. Um, and it's going to force a block no matter what. It's, it's so. going to force a block no matter what. And you almost have to overblock it because this is like the perfect target for a razor. It is. Um, and the fact that zero cost is wild. Zero cost, which I mean, because you have to have those other cards definitely on the link, the zero cost kind of makes sense to balance it out a little bit. But still, like that's, doesn't say, that's powerful. It doesn't say on the link. It just says in possession. So If you control... Oh, control. If you control. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, I could 100% be wrong, but I'm fairly certain that you don't control a card formally until it's on the chain. I don't fair. think like a That's discard fair. or something like that counts. Uh, we need the rules things that pop up. Judge. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. It's a, it's our first, it's one of our first Majestics. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. But, that and Collapsing Trap, I think are our first two Majestics. Yep. Uh, next up, we have a Ninja Equipment. Uh Straight from Game of Thrones. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Mask of Many Faces. It's an instant one cost. Destroying Mask of Many Faces. Name a card. The next attack action card you play this turn gains that name, which coincides well with Dishonor. Beautifully with Dishonor. Uh, We can turn anything into anything. So, you know, Head Jab suddenly becomes Surging Strike and you're on that combo chain, baby. Yep, yep. So that's really, really cool. And I like that. It can really help... like fix a hand for you right, and exactly and it's a common so this is great for the commoner format so. it's great for commoner it's great for draft um it also blocks for one so you get a little bit more of that tankiness in there in case you come up against like a fire or something and they're running kodachi or something like that or mm-hmm. you go against dromine you have a bunch of little dragons you have to block um if you're not using this for its instant effect um then you can still block with one it has blade break so you get you know sort of moderate usage out of that but still, it's available. But hey, and that's gives you nice. one gives you one defense. It's right? great. Uh, next is uh, another ninja action, another majestic a lot of ninja stuff we're dropping, which is great. Uh, which means ninja. there's a lot, which is cool. Head leads the tail when this attack uh, name when this attacks name another card. Attack action cards with that name have plus one. This combat chain go again. This is awesome uh, for basic ninja cards for or everything. Gus ways or anything. So if you have a handful of it, you'll be able to give that plus one with this, and it's a one. Cost one. Cost one. Uh, it's in red here. Um, it's majestic, so possibly only the red we're getting of this, but maybe other colors as well. Um, but this actually, this synergizes beautifully with Mask of Many Faces and the, the whole Dishonor chain. You 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 proc the Many Faces, and then you uh, name it, what's the first one it says here? Surging Strike. Uh, you play Head Leads Tail. So everything on the chain gets pluses. That makes it harder for them to block. It makes them harder to stop the damage. Um, it makes it just a little bit trickier for your opponent to prevent you from getting that full combo off. Um, so I'm kind of excited about this. Set. Yeah. So this far, is, it looks really This tight. is going to be really fun. I'm glad they're showcasing the ninjas because we did see a lot about Ranger and Assassin so far. So this is really good. 
Uh, this last one is another ninja card. It's a ninja attack action called Be Like Water. The first thing I talked about. When this hits a hero, you may pay one. If you do, choose Head Jab, Surging Strike, or Twin Twisters. This game, uh, this gains this chosen name. So With go again, three attack, yeah. two block, red, zero, common. So probably going to have the other colors as well here. Yep, and this um, helps increase your combat chain. So and you that, can there you go, man. Some cards. So Ninja is turning into, it's really diving deep. We were talking about stereotypes, I think, our last episode. Yeah. So it's really diving deep more into that martial arts aspect, especially the, like the flow like water of like, I am a master of this type of technique to be able to do these cool things. So that's really cool that they're able to make it more flexible. It, the, the flexibility is the biggest thing. Like I, I really enjoy Ninja, but there's always, it's, it's always been sort of tricky to pull off. If you're trying to go like a full combo route, you kind of have to run Katsu in order to get those pieces out. Yeah. If you're trying to not play combo so much, you're going to have a difficult time stacking the damage up to where you really need it to be to punch through some, you know, some of the heavier sort of matchups like your guardians or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so really interesting that they're playing into the flexibility to allow you to, you know, flow like water and turn it into head, uh, into head jab and then follow up with, <laughs> Uh, open the center or something like that or you know surging strikes into the full dishonor combo or whatever you end up having the hand for um the flexibility is going to be like one of the biggest things and i think it's exactly the shot in the arm that ninjas other than Fi need yep and like that dishonored even though they like they were showcasing katsu on like the cover of it um or with like the sleeves and stuff it's a two attack so it can work really really well with benji right exactly which is Terrifying, <laughs> especially since Benji's in this set. Yeah, like you just stack your deck up with blues and stuff. You just one, one, one dishonor. Goodbye. Yep. So that would be. I'm really excited to see some Benji play because I don't think I see enough Benji and so not nearly enough Benji. Good. And I love Benji. Yeah, I've, I've been playing Benji more often here recently, just kind of on my own yeah. during, during my, my downtime. And he's a hell of a lot of fun, actually. That's awesome. Um, I was I was playing against my partner the other day, actually, and uh, during the whole thing, just like, why can't I block anything for for my hand? Why can't I block these cards? Is something going wrong? Why can't I block these? It's like, I'm Benji. Exactly. We were playing on Talishar. Um, oh. So it wasn't giving the little, like, automatic thing. So they were hella confused. Oh. It was beautiful. <laughs> you know what? There's nothing better than confusing your partner. There really isn't. Yeah. That's a bottom tier top tip. Top tip, confuse your partner. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Good Good tips only here. Uh, <laughs> what? How How has Flesh and Blood been for the past two weeks? I mean, we have some catching up to do. Like, yeah. how's your journey been on it? And uh, what's what's your favorite thing going on right now in it? Um, so the journey the last couple of weeks has been fairly slow. Um, been tinkering with the new CC deck. Um, think I'm going to pivot away from Oldham a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, as much as I love, uh, Big Papa Winter, uh, it's with all the bands and everything. It's just, it's not sparking the joy the way that it used to. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm pivoting to another guardian. I'm sure everyone's going to be thrilled to hear that. Mm -hmm. um, Starvo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because that's legal and fun for everyone <laughs> uh no, but I, I i'm pivoting into bravo um i've decided to go earth war with it oh, so cool. yeah so uh crown of dominion earth or surge uh just so fun bravo draw 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 and then surprise it's a free pulverize that's exciting have a good day that's gonna be good i like that i'm, I'm pretty excited for it and it seems like it's, it's kind of starting to catch on in the meta a little bit when uh when crown of dominion first came out um I start. I started playing around with it a little bit, like I'm sure a lot of us did. The first place I went was actually Blitz with it, 
Um, I built a Volda Bright Axe deck. Oh, cool. Uh, because Volda's ability, whenever your opponent draws a card too, um, you get the earth, you, you get the seismics. Um, so between that and earth lore, plus the gold you get for cash-ins and things like that, like it was just a freaking dynamo. Oh, that's um, awesome. But so, I'm, so I'm super excited that this is, you know, sort of starting to come together a little bit. Um, other than that, you know, I've just... I've been tinkering with stuff, man. I've just been kind of like, I haven't been going to many armories or anything like that. Um, I've been working from home a lot. Uh, so I have some downtime during That's the day. Awesome. Um, fortunately, nobody I work with listens to this or is into this particular hobby. <laughs> so I can admit these things to you without fear of repercussions. Um, but so I've, I've had some downtime during the day. So I've just started, you know, net decking a little bit, sort of tinkering with my own things. Um, I, I've got kind of an emperor thing going on. I've That's got cool. a couple of ninja things going on. I'm just, I'm, I'm starting to sort of find my niche with it. Like I've loved, like I've really enjoyed the game for a while now for coming up on a year. Um, and you know, I've, I've loved building the decks and going to the things and doing all the things, but, um, it's, it's always been a little like, how do I actually define myself, you know, in this yeah. hobby? Um, cause you have, you know, the super competitive people and the guys who are there for, you know, the collectability of everything and everything. Um, Sorry, it's really windy today, and the wind is kind of opening the front door of the place that we're in recording right yeah, now. So the little yeah, alarm yeah. is going off, yeah, and we're freaking out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, I, I was never really sure where I fit in, and I, and I think kind of where I'm where I'm starting to land a little bit is just you know, uh, the cool guy who just sort of brings weird, wacky deck concepts, and I love that. That's does so cool. Okay. That's cool. I yeah, like that a right? lot. We're we're embracing the casual here. Yeah. Super cash. I like Super that. cash. Um, so, yeah, that's been going pretty well. I got my partner into the game, so we've been playing some. Uh, they're pretty excited about it. Uh, they haven't won a game yet against me, which makes me feel really great and really bad simultaneously. Uh, nice to know that I am actually decent at this game sometimes, uh, but also uh, it feels real bad sometimes. Yeah, no, it, it does. Bad. Yeah, um, but they're super into it. Uh, they've been building some decks, some pretty good ones, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's just a matter of getting the pilot skills down, and we'll be good to go. So, uh, so very exciting stuff there. Um, but other than that, it's been kind of a boring couple weeks, frankly, insofar as flesh and blood is concerned. Um, I popped an Everfest box a couple nice. weeks ago. I saw the tweets. Yeah, uh, check out uh, at Bottom Tier Greg if anybody wants to, you know, do that thing on the Elon Musk's vanity project. <laughs> um, but yeah, so popped that, uh, pulled a stalagmite, so got pretty much all my money back. Uh, so very exciting stuff there. Um, but seriously, that's that's pretty much it. Like when when opening a box of Everfest is like the most exciting thing that you can end on. Well, I feel like it's kind of a kind of a wash <laughs> hey you know it's still pretty cool i like that a lot so also got a rainbow foil uh genius what you need so oh, there you go if anybody needs what you need i mean you hit keep, a fellow yeah hit hit him up or i have a cold foil one whatever you want oh, oh. looking mad yeah, i got one of those yeah i'll trade you two rainbow foils for a cold foil sure <laughs> <laughs> if you really want genius what you need you can have it yeah merchant sucks <laughs> nah just don't 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 care about it too much so yeah. Cool beans. We'll talk about that offline. Anyway, Matt, how's... Uh, how, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, whatever. You know? Right, exactly. Um, I know you've been busy, but how's the last couple of weeks been for you, man, insofar as uh, flesh you know, and blood the fab stuff goes? Uh, you know, it's been slow. Uh, it's been <laughs> slow. Uh, I believe that. I haven't touched it at all, honestly. Um, and that's that's on me. Like, there's... I, I'm sure all of you figured out the last two times that there's definitely, like, momentum being lost. But I think um, for myself... Um, but I did play in a match... Um, 
against a, a commoner, a couple of commoner matches we played last night. I played one online to finish off like another online tournament we were part of. Mm-hmm. And I liked their deck. It was cool. It was a really cool Arachne build that was like kind of like a stall Arachne. And so it was like really yeah. cool to be able to I, l- watch. I stuff. think I played that set. Cause, uh, Matt and I both play in the same league. Yeah. Uh, and we're in the same division since we're geographically located, obviously yeah. pretty close. Um, so I think I played that same deck. It's good. It's surprising. I never played against Arachne before, so I wasn't 100% sure yeah. what was going on. Um, so I brought my chain deck in because I figured if he gets the attacks through, I don't really mind if stuff gets banished. Yeah. That's kind of my whole shtick anyway. He fatigued me. I ran, I, like, in two of the, he won the first one and the third one. I won the second one. Yeah, he was, a, very, he just, he was a fatigue build, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And he actually pulled it off, which is, like, really impressive to me. Um, so really fun Very smart, Very against. smart player, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, excellent pilot, good deck. But it was great. Uh, so that was really interesting. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Let me see that. Uh, and uh, we we shared a few decks, uh, shared Cavdine and, and Lexi and all that nice, stuff. Nice, so nice, It was cool. But out of all honesty, like there has just been kind of a, uh, a just a, a few little polls of just uh, where I'm enjoying the game. And I don't know necessarily know if it's like filling me up 100% with like the amount of uh, joy that I did in the beginning. Uh, and, and it's a mixture of a couple things like a, we announced that I have a kid on the way. And so my brain's been thinking a lot more of uh future, you know, yeah. like, uh, p- parental future, you know, like, yeah. like what am I going to do as a parent? And like, what's the most like important things in my life. And then, uh, and also just the game in general, like as I go to armories, like I feel like there's less and less people and the community is also getting, exhausted and so i feed off of energy sometimes and so my energy is like cool like no one's excited to like really like if i pull this deck out they just go uh if i pull this deck out here it's like why don't you find me with something for real and then, <laughs> and then like you know like if i bring like dominion uh levi it's fun for a couple times but if i bring it again it's like yeah we've I mean, already seen this yeah you know yeah. so and i just don't have the time to be able to always build a zany cool deck every yeah. single week or or the funds you know yeah and so uh yeah so it hasn't been as like spicy as it's been it's been really slow for me and uh, a lot of things are just kind of in limbo until like the next couple of weeks when outsiders comes out for me so 100 that's just the honesty you know so, yeah totally yeah. and that you know it, it's important to talk about this sort of thing the fatigue that can set in yeah um not just you know we've been doing this for a while we need to take a little bit of like a mental health break to make sure that we're focusing on other things but when you know when things start to feel stagnant when they slow down when people start deciding, well, I could do this thing or I could go play cards. I don't really want to go play cards. When, when you just, when you like don't have yeah. the drive anymore, um, it gets really difficult to st- like put yourself out there and continue on going. And, and also part of it was like, I w- uh, we set up and made like a commoner format and I mean, no, we have some locals listening to this too. Hi guys. And uh, it's nothing against any, any of the locals, but it would kind of like, uh, it didn't hurt like my emotions, but like we started it and then it's like, cool, I got to go do some work stuff and it just won't fire because it's just like, it's kind of like, oh, that's a bummer. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Like, is it reliant on me is like a thought I have. Like, do I have to go in order to make sure that other people have yeah, a good time? Because then it becomes work. Yeah, it's not yeah, fun anymore. Yeah. It's a job. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like part of that's a, a feeling too. And it's, I generally want to see these people and I just hope they generally want to play. But it kind of feels like, our community at least has just been a little bit uh, like I'm waiting till outsiders. I'm waiting till outsiders. And that's totally, 
I like I said, this is my first TCG, and that probably is a normal thing that happens when yeah, like, sets it, come the, out. The, you know? the fatigue sets in after a little while, especially yeah. when we've gone uh, six months when it, Outsiders comes out between Uprising and Outsiders, between sort of the primary sets. Um, it, it can get hard to yeah. keep pushing on because the Uprising as like a set as like a draftable set has basically been solved at this point. You know, it has been solved. It's interesting because I think that. I think the game experienced so much growth during Uprising. And yeah, it, it, I it, it think kind of exploded a little bit. It exploded big time. And what happened was we were just like, Uprising, Uprising, Uprising. And we had like a month of just like, ah. And yeah. then we like, oh, I'm done. Like it was like a and month. Then, and, and then, then we after just a month like, or so, everyone was like, well, we know how this is going to go. Yeah, we're burned out. And then there was this uh, LSS, like, uh, I, I mean, I don't speak for them, but probably looked at the numbers and was like, we need to keep playing Uprising. Everyone just keep playing Uprising because it's the new set. <laughs> this is the standard. Right. And our numbers are great and keep it up. And it's like, no, we don't want more. Uh, like, we're good. Like, let's just we're go fine. back to, to switching it up. But we also have to practice for these pro tours and stuff right, like that. Exactly. Like, it's interesting uh, kind of like what you said is finding my place in the community has been like, am I being really competitive or am, am, like I have a podcast? Yeah. We're, we have a podcast. I have a, that's very conceited. Technically you do have a yeah, podcast. We have a podcast. Uh, and then asking myself, am I a competitive player? And then it's like, I don't have time for that <laughs> <laughs> between podcasts and video editing, all this stuff. Like in the beginning, it was just like, man, I really threw myself in there. And then, uh, bam, uh, we're casual. Like I'm a casual player. Like I want to show yeah. up, hang out with some buddies, play some play card some games, games, have a good even, time. Even if it's like not flesh and blood, I want to hang out with those friends and like doing that stuff. Like I enjoy like just doing those things with the people. And what's really cool is like this game was like, is still cool enough to make you think in different ways of the like mechanics of things. But it's reached a point where like everything just kind of feels as you said, solved. Everything kind of feels yeah, solved. There's like, not a lot of variant And like things. The, the biggest thing was that Dynasty came out and had a lot of really cool stuff in it, but didn't have anything really like game-changing. No. Um, like most of the stuff, like, yeah, you can find a place for it, but you don't really need to find a place for it. And nothing in there really like necessarily, and please correct me if I'm wrong, guys, because again, this is a casual podcast. I am not, you know, the great guru of... Guru you know, Greg. All things, even though the, the alliteration is pretty great, right? Yeah. Uh, great guru Greg um, like I'm, I'm I don't have every rule in every card interaction no, like we're saved not in my brain yeah. exactly um, but it, it feels like Dynasty brought some hype but didn't really add anything like earth shattering no uh-uh. and, and I, so when it kind of fizzled a little bit like after the like for about a week after the launch I remember people being really excited for you know trying new things out and all that kind of thing and they sort of realized that nothing was really going to change that much and just went like right back to the uprising fatigue so it's been three more months of uprising fatigue since dynasty it's it's so interesting uh you uh, my brain's kind of taking that and it's like yeah uprising fatigue dynasty and like dynasty just kind of didn't really do much so it's still just uprising fatigue I guess yeah um and also it kind of made me just like have like a side note is honestly in any fandom, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here we go guys. And any fandom fans are the worst. And I don't mean that in a, there's always a subset who has to make it difficult for everybody right. else. And what I mean by that is like, as fans of this card game and caring about like the memories made along the way and, and like the cool stuff of it. Mm -hmm. And as players, we, we kind of like 
always for some reason as a society but want to point out the negatives because I'm trying to think back of when it was like the good old days of flesh and blood and everybody has like a different thing. Um, but what's interesting is like, I remember more of the people being like complaining the entire time. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's like Starbo meta trash. Oh, now chain and prisms, whatever. I hate trash. it. I hate it. And like, Oh, we're sick of uprising. Okay. I cool. hate playing fire. Dynasty hate, did nothing. Nobody plays anybody uh, other than fire, fire Oldham anymore. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like, everyone's just complaining about yeah. the, of something at some point. And I guess, I guess we're just a bunch of complainers, you know? <laughs> uh, so that's cool. Um, so I'm really excited on a, on a, I'm excited for outside, like outsiders. Yeah. Outsiders. Yeah. I almost said uprisers and I was like, that's not right. We already have. I almost that. said outriders uh, earlier. Yeah. 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 Um, but outsiders I'm very excited for, but also personally for me, if it doesn't strike me as like, as I go to the, because I remember the feeling of pre-release being really, really stoked. Like, even though we're, we just kind of decided to yell at uprising a little bit, uh, the beginning, like, few months of uprising figuring solving that great was a lot of fun super fun like like you you can go back and you can listen to podcasts around the time that uprising was coming out and we did some around that and we were like and and we were talking about that like man this feels so great it feels so fresh like everything is viable now like let's go yeah and it was like oh i'm fire i love fire and fire is still great but now like because it's overplayed i kind of like went away from fire a little bit like i don't know like people are kind of shitting this guy and i don't like that um but (laughs) but I'm excited for outsiders, but it's also kind of that thing of like, if it, if it feels like a dynasty or if it feels like it's not going to do anything exciting as I play it, yeah, then it might be my time to be like, Hey, I, I got to either choose this or this and, and go from there. It's time to take a step back. Just, yeah. you know, play a little commoner every once in a while, yeah. maybe collect a little and bit, just be but... more casual in the space. And so what does that mean for bottom tier? Well, I would hope it's continues, but also it would kind of depend on what we want to do moving forward when that time comes, you know? Exactly. Like it's, it's, it's a bigger question. I feel like, and guys, we we really didn't intend to get on this, like here in front of everybody or anything. Oh, I don't know. I thought we were. (laughs) Okay. Well, Well, Matt and I were not on the same page with this one. Uh, I'm so sorry. We don't want to talk about it in front of everybody. You're cool, man. We've, we've already broached it. What are we going to do? Hey, cut cut guys, 10 minutes out of the middle of things? You're but awesome. <laughs> you are awesome. And please, daddy and daddy aren't breaking up because because of you. It's it's Matt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but no, like it, 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 it is a really important question. Like with something like what we're doing here, which is really like it's, it's, it's a niche enthusiast thing. Even amongst the enthusiasts of this niche, you know, thing that we love. Yeah. Um, and the time has to come when you, you need to add... You, periodically you have to check in with yourself yeah. and you have to make sure that the things that you're doing are still giving you something back. Yeah. If all you're doing is like pouring into something and you're not getting anything in return from that other than, you know, a headache and I burned a bunch of gas to get over here, then, <laughs> then what's the point? Yeah. Right. Like we, when we started this, we started with the idea of you and me just sitting down and having a good time with each other, talking about the thing that we loved, playing the games, just, you know, nerding out for 45 minutes or so every week um, and just, you know, and just having a good time with it. Um, And that, and you, of course, uh, are a different human being, so you can have different thoughts and feelings about this. But for me, the the fun is always the biggest thing. If if you're not having fun with it, then what are you doing? So you have to check in every once in a while with yourself to make sure that you're still having fun with it. Yeah. And if you are, then wonderful. Press on. Live your life. If you're not, 
then you need to think a little deeper. You need to think about why you're not having fun. And if it's something that can change or evolve or adapt, or if it's something that you've just, you know, you've, you've gotten a little older, things are changing in your life. Like it's, it's time to, you know, reorient your priorities. So like I, I encourage everybody out there just periodically, like every couple of months, take an hour, read a book or something, just let your mind sort of wander Yeah, and make sure that, you know, what you're doing is making you happy. If you're not happy, figure out why. Yeah. Um, I, oh, sorry. No, uh, you're good. I was, uh, yeah. I was, I was just going to keep vamping. No, you know, it was great. <laughs> uh, it's a, honestly, it's a tip that we've been giving forever is like, does it bring you joy? Yeah. Are you having fun? Absolutely. So you do that thing, especially in a card game, you find the, the cards that, that make you stoked. And, uh, for me, or, or uh, Marie Kondo, that's Marie Kondo in your spark life. Joy. Does it spark joy? Yeah. Or like, does this bring you joy when you're going through your stuff at home? But for me, like this game has been feeling such a way in a little bit for like, at least for a month or two now of just kind of, just kind of coasting with it. Just kind of not feeling like a hundred percent there and even taking breaks and doing stuff like that. Hasn't really repaired that feeling with it. There was, uh, and a lot of stuff with that, but I think it's just because, a, our community is kind of dipped down a little bit. And two, yeah. uh, like some, nothing fresh has really excited me. And so outsiders is kind of like my last, like big, like the maker break. If this point. is great, I'm in, you know, like this yeah. is gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm playing, I'm coasting. It's going to be fun because I know that every six months I'm going to be in again and it's going to be great. But exactly. if, but if it's like, it doesn't, when I sit there and pick up the cards and do a draft and I just sit in there going, and like complaining for four hours. Yeah. That's me complaining. That sounds uh, right. Yeah. That's a very Muppet. That's Muppet version <laughs> of me. But uh, then it's going to be like, all right, like this obviously is just causing me to be a toxic person. We're like not stoked with myself the whole time. Yeah, so exactly. Should, should probably like find something else, you know? Yeah. But, and, and that's like tough, but you're right. We got to check in on with ourselves and, and make sure we're having fun and, and go from there. So with bottom tier, like, it's going to stick around as long as we're having fun. And if we get that gold card or if we get a release card, amazing. <laughs> uh, and if we don't amazing, cause we're here having fun, like talking and it's like, it's just great. It's a great synergy and a lot of fun just to be able to chat about this topic. And right. Exactly. It's just, it's just, it's, it's just nice to get together with a friend yeah. and engage in a mutually enjoyable topic with yeah. each other. And maybe it leads to, to other things in the future and, and everything like that too. We never know. We could have the Matt and Greg production company of the century. Right. Exactly. Greg and Matt power hour. Oh, boom. Oh my gosh. I just blew your mind. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah, sorry to get all personal and not, and I didn't mean to have it on the podcast, but or un, I guess I misunderstood that my communications. Well, I guess clear. I misunderstood. One of us misunderstood. Was, we misunder but Hey, we brought up the topic. Now, you know where you our know. heart is at. And you know what? Really? I, I I feel like the community of bottoms really like part of what they come here for is just to listen to us yammer about stuff. But part of what they come here for is some of that honesty, like just like being upfront about where we are with things. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like it, it plays into our shtick a little bit. It's therapeutic for you, me and everyone in between. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we brought a little therapy to your lives, everybody. It's, it is. It really is good to be able to sit down and, and uh, if you've never, honestly, if you've never had a podcast before or uh, have put yourself in a situation to talk randomly with someone for an hour. Yeah. Uh, it's actually quite... Um, it's an experience, You man. know what? Uh, I think there's a comedian. I forget what his name is. Uh, 
Anyways, please we, not one of the canceled ones. I don't need this kind of flaming in my freaking email. No, man. we're not getting a canceled one. I okay. forgot his name completely, uh, <laughs> but he has a podcast uh, as well where he has random people phone call him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's interesting because that dude has a lot of issues. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know, uh, the you know what's interesting is comedians end up just having a podcast and it turns into therapy. And so maybe... Maybe that's kind of what this is for other people too, and I hope that that can help you in some. Yeah, like really, genuinely, uh, mostly I'm here to have fun. But if somebody out there like can take some of these words to heart and like improve a little bit from it, like on a personal level or a, or a professional level or a card playing level or whatever freaking level, I'm thrilled. Oh yeah, like, that's awesome. If, if if something can come out of this other than oh these guys are funny. Then I'm then I'm like really happy. <laughs> I don't think this episode's not funny. <laughs> this episode's like not funny at all. Yeah, we nobody's laughing here. Yeah, we're not having fun. There's, <laughs> there's no humor. There's no fun. Um, but but with that, dude, like <laughs> out, outsiders, uh, is gonna be really cool. Like it's gonna be it's looking pretty eight, good. Eight person draftable set. Um, I I'm really looking forward to being able to play with uh, Riptide and understand him more. That's yeah, gonna be really, really cool. Uh, that's a great character in general. Um, but I'm also excited to see the new assassin and, and what they do with the young Arachne as well. Um, ninjas, there's nothing really new, but I'm, I'm excited to see those things that they're doing. There's another new hero too, isn't there? Or is it just the two? It's just the, the two. And then the whatever Arachne. Yeah. And then, uh, so there, there's two of each class, Benji and Katsu, Riptide and Azalea and, uh, Zuri yep. and Arachne. Yep. So six, six playable. I think I said eight, but six playable heroes. So that's really cool. That's super exciting. It's much yeah. nicer than uprisings three. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I think what happened was it was purely rock paper scissors. One hundred percent. Yeah. And and it seems like LSS is understanding like what to do with that, uh, and be like, okay, people got sick of it really fast. Let's add this other variant in there, and hopefully it works out. Hopefully they bounce enough. I have a good feeling that. about yeah. it. I, I genuinely have a good feeling about it. I, I think it's going to be a pretty good set. And honestly, as we think about it, we are kind of like the like forefront. Even though it's three years old, and there's people before us. Yeah. Like they won't actually have their feet underneath them until like five years. Oh, easily. Know? Yeah. So we're Magic literally the gathering. Just, we're just didn't testers. know what they were doing for the first few years yeah. and 30th anniversary like just happened. Like, and they still don't know what they're doing. And they That's still awesome. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And they've been around for 30 years. They make all the money on the planet. So I see no reason flesh and blood can't hang around for at least 15 or 20. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Disney coming out with their game. <laughs> oh boy. Looks good. No, I'm just kidding. It, uh, <laughs> Don't, it doesn't, don't, it doesn't. don't start with me. Uh, anyways, you want to see our side podcast about... Uh, <laughs> just kidding. About Greg's love of the Disney trading card game. <laughs> Check us out at greghatesdisney.com. <laughs> it's not a real great. website. Don't that'd go there. It's podcast. probably Talk malware. About it. Talk about it. No. It'd be great. No. no. We try it. <laughs> All right. What is this stupid shit? Oh, wow. This is fun, actually. Oh, uh, <laughs> I forget what it's called you, you too, but whatever. Yes, yeah, Magic Kingdom, Legend the trading card, Legendaria, or something. Yes, yeah, some Disney name for it. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. actually a word, but it sounds kind of like a word. Yeah. So close w- enough. Wakanda forever. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the Black Panther the trading game. card game. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I might actually play that. The Black Panther trading card game. I might actually. Yeah, you have to. Uh, you end the game by right. Exactly. Crossing your arms, and nodding your head. Although I'm pretty sure that that's just Marvel Snap at this point. I guess it is. Yeah. Basically. It is Marvel Snap. Yeah. Man, I invented something that's already been invented. We could have a Marvel Snap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like played that for a month, and then I was like, right. Yeah, I, I, I was into it for a couple of weeks, and it was hella fun. Uh, and then I just didn't care anymore. Yeah. Dang. 
Yeah, it's still on my phone. Like I, I look Same. at it like every time I, I go to look at other like, things. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't feel yeah. like it. Uh, all right. Well, we've been talking for 40 minutes. I think there's one more thing I want to get out there because we've had two weeks of not talking. Yeah, let's do it. We had an interesting discussion with our uh, local community. Um, and like, it's about Talishar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. this. So we, like I said, we've had a decrease in our local community. And a lot of the reason is probably like linked to Talishar. People are able to play decks more and be more affordable and try things out. Yeah. But also... Uh, a lot of people have now been like, my local armory is now online and we just play on Talishar and that's yeah. what we do. How do you feel about that? And how do you feel that affects the game? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm of two minds about it. I see both sides. Um, which is a horrible thing to say in this day and age. Um, like on the one hand, I don't have any money for this hobby. Yeah. So being able to have a service like this where you can go and you can put a deck together, uh, you know, irrespective of cost um, and get out and play with it and tinker with it and refine it without having to, you know, organize a thing with your friends or wait for the next armory to show up on the schedule or any of that kind of stuff. Super great. Um, being able to just pick up a game when you have 20 spare minutes and just knock one out really quick. Super great. Being able to play with people around the world, awesome. Um, being, you know, in a location that's, you know, a little bit more remote or rural and, you know, you maybe you don't have a community out there necessarily, still being able to tap into, you know, the, the, fl the flesh and blood, you know, community group, whatever. Word. I'm using yeah. the word community too much, but you know what I mean. Um, being able to tap into that, even if it's not, you know, within 100 miles of you, fabulous. Wonderful. I'm all for, you know, democratization of the process and all that kind of jazz. On the other hand, though, um, especially in areas like ours where there's a lot of really competitive players, um, I think it's inevitable that you're going to sort of see some of that attrition start happening um, because it is, you know, much faster to, you know, make a couple of tweaks on February or FabDB or something and then jump back into another game on Talishar than it is to, you know, buy the cards at a local and then wait two days for the next CC Armory to fire and then go test it. And, you know, everyone's playing Oldham and Fi and there's one Briar in there. So you have no idea how this is doing against Dash or anything like yeah. that. Um, and, like, so, like, the I get it. But it also, like, it definitely has an effect on really what, for me, is the best part of the game, which is the coming together in person, uh, looking across the table, sharing a few jokes back and forth. Oh, shit, that's a misplay. Do you mind if I take that back uh, when it's more casual or, you know, talking strategy afterwards where you can actually lay the cards out, like, replicate turns and things like that and kind of work through the lines. Like, there's there's a whole aspect of this sort of game that you lose when you put it online. Um, so I'm, I'm of two minds about it really, frankly. And it's, it's, it's a pretty evenly split thing. Like I, I can't come down on one side or the other because they both have pros and they both have cons and they're kind of, they're kind of in equilibrium with each other. I, I don't want to be all like, Oh, Talishar sucks. Why would you do that? Yeah. Sort of thing. Because there's plenty of reasons you could do it. Accessibility reasons, uh, you know, geographic reasons, yeah. time reasons. There's all sorts of reasons to use it. Um, do I think it's a replacement for an armory or a pro tour or something like that? No. 
Um, it doesn't give you the same experience, even though you're still playing the game. Um, even if you're like on audio and video call with somebody else, we all experience this. I'm yeah. sure during, you know, uh, the year that's lasted three freaking years now. Uh, but talking to somebody over a webcam is not the same thing as being in person with them. Right. So I don't know. Y- you lose something. A hundred percent. Whether that's something that's good or bad depends on your specific community. It depends on your specific desires and needs around the game. Um, But overall, for me, I much prefer doing it in person um, because you have, you know, the energy of the room. You have people, you know, playing Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh over on some other tables. Yeah. You got chatter all around. You got, you know, the atmosphere going. Um, You got your buddies all around. You can hang out for 45 minutes afterwards and bullshit. Like, it's just there's so much more wrapped up in going to an armory in person uh, than just playing cards. Um, and I think people miss that sometimes or, 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 or they put the priority on just the card playing and sort of discount the rest. Of yeah. It. And I think I, I agree with you because I understand that side too, but also the same aspect, I think it kind of shows the casual versus like the competitive, like, I feel like I'm kind of a hybrid person. Like I want to play well, I want to be people, but also like I want to be there and enjoy the atmosphere. But those who take it really, really competitively are just like I'm on Talishar all day, every day, all the time, making, tweaking my deck little by little crushing it because they don't show up until it's like the big event where it matters. And then they just win it, you know, or they they do that. And that happens a lot in every single card game or video game. They don't go to the live events. They just practice, 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 practice. And then they go and, and outperform because they know it really well, which is awesome. And I think if you're trying to be competitive, you should be doing that and all that type of stuff. However, if you want to have things that, um, if you're trying to make this your livelihood, yes, go, go do that. But if you're like, I don't really make this my livelihood. Uh, I recommend being more on the spectrum of just, uh, being casual and and showing up and and making those friends because that that really is like gonna fill your life up a lot you know exactly and and you pretty yeah. much hit the nail on the head I think that it's a matter of context yeah. right like if you are going to be a hyper competitive player there's no way that you can go to enough armories during the week to really you know sharpen things up to the point where you need to be yeah likewise if you just want to chill out and have a good time you go on talishar and people start screaming at you for playing some you know weird build or taking a little too long on your turns when you're trying to work out the math or the paginations or whatever like you're going to have a bad experience you know either way if you're going about it the wrong way um just something that that i think needs to be in people's minds is that if the armories don't fire if the skirmishes don't fire, if the pre-releases don't get people to come out to it, then they're going to stop. And that's going to murder any possibility of this game lasting more than five years. Yeah. So it's it's a matter of balance, right? I feel like even if you are going to be on Talishar like all the time, like hyper competitive, just sharpening things up, getting it down to the last iota of sideboarding for the weirdest like genius matchup you can think of, um, you should still go in person once a week. You really should. Or once every couple or of weeks. if you have time twice a week, like something like that. So yeah, just whatever works for your schedule. But get out there and engage a little bit. Um, you can be, you know, a hyper competitive, stupendous player at this game. And still chill out with your friends every once in a while. 
I feel like. Of course, I'm not a hyper-competitive player. I'm not very good at this game. So, uh, complete armchair, like, prognostication. And, oh, like, for sure. Yeah, prognostication is not the right word. That's telling the future. Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but you out there in the interwebs... Tell us. <laughs> make fun of me for losing words. Uh, it'll be real fun. Um, but, yeah, like, that's where I'm kind of with it. Uh, with with the whole in-person Talishar thing, both are wonderful. Both have different use cases, so they can definitely coexist with one another. But you got to make room for each. Yeah, you do. You really do. If you're playing Talishar all the time, make sure you go do one armory a week. And if you just go to armories all the week, just try a pickup game of Talishar. Like, they have a commoner mode. Well, make you sure set. you test they it. Have... Make sure you test exactly. it before you spend your money, you know? Exactly. But, like, I, I just, like, we want the game to last a very long time. I think it'd be awesome to be able to see that. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like, it's really based off the attendance. Like, uh, we go to this one location, and uh, it wasn't getting cards at all. It was fresh, and so they weren't sending the things to supply mm-hmm. a local game store. And now it supplies it every month, and that's really, really cool. To because be we that. started showing up. We showed that there was enough interest in it that uh, that game store could tell LSS, hey, we have an armory firing basically every week now. Can yep. we get some promos? Yep. And it happened. And those promos really do help bring people in like it's one thing to just say like well this is a super fun game and you should come try it it's another thing to say this is a super fun game and you should come try it and you can win prizes and stuff like that right like sometimes you need a little bit of you know a material nudge to get people out the door some zest some zest exactly um exactly but so like and LSS is really engaged in this sort of thing. Yeah. Like they're they're super active in making sure that the stores that fire have the promos, and that you know they're open with their communication as much as they can be, and all that kind of stuff. Like they they put the effort into making sure that people can have what they need to have for the most part. Um, I've heard a little grumbling every once in a while, but I mean, when you're doing logistical stuff on the scale that you have to, when you have a worldwide product like this and you're just some indie little studio down, you know, on the bottom of the planet, um, like it's not going to go perfectly. So I think that LSS is doing a good thing with it. I think that we need to continue to show up and show them that their good faith in us as they're doing this game and trying to provide this product and this, you know, this fun to us. I, I think more than just, you know, paying money for the cards, we need to just more generally like be open to showing up and having a good time and really enforcing that we're not just some weird little niche. We're not just some flash in the pan, you know, dual masters kind of nonsense. Like we're going to be here for a while because we love this game. We love one another and we're just going to keep making it happen. I love it. That's a great note to end on. So guys love this game, love one another and Bottom tier top tip. Love the bottom tier uh, by liking and following <laughs> and subscribing to anything that we have. So uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that. That's fabulous. Yeah. So yeah. Fab. fab. Uh, uh-huh. uh, but thanks for listening, uh, guys. It's It's been awesome. Uh, we're glad to be back. Uh, we'll be making sure to keep you updated for all our outsider stuff that's going to be happening this month. So stay tuned for that. We 100% are doing pre-release, right? We are doing pre-release. Excellent. So that keep is your, when? <laughs> uh, so it uh, the set launches the 24th, I think. Sweet, yes. So end of the month. Cool. So keep your eyes open. Uh, we'll have more news on that. We'll probably be doing a live stream or something. Yeah. Uh, if, if that's we can, all we can really, yeah. If we doing, can swing yeah. it with the, yeah. with the local we go to. Um, but we'll definitely keep you guys appraised. Um, 
But other than that, I think that's uh, I think that's about it, right? Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much. My name's Matt. And I'm Greg. Guys, this has been The Bottom Tier. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Toodles. Toodles.